the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, friends, welcome back to The Common Good here on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life, alongside Aubrey Sampson. My name is Brian Fromm. So glad to have you with us today. And, Aubrey, we're thrilled to be joined by Jesse Parrish. Jesse's the manager of programming at Windshape Teams. Jesse, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Let's just talk about your organization. Let's talk about Windshape Teams. What is it that you guys do? Yeah, well, broadly speaking, the, the Windshape Foundation was started by Truett Cathy, who's mm. the founder of Chick-fil-A. So we're part of the Cathy family's nonprofit organization. Windshape Teams specifically works with uh, leaders, emerging leaders and teams to help build strong, healthy, fulfilling teams that really change the world around them. Mm. So we do that from a, a servant leadership approach and mindset mm. and an experiential learning model. And so just hope to, to come alongside those uh, leaders that are starting to influence the business world and encourage them along the way. That's so fantastic. And Jesse, uh, you wrote something recently for the Christian Post that Brian and I really grabbed a hold of because we talk a lot about quiet quitting on the show, but you brought up a new phrase, loud laboring or loud laborers. (laughs) Talk to us about, uh, maybe for our listeners who don't know, what is quiet quitting? And then what is this new term, a loud laborer? Yeah, well, I can't claim credit as a, as a new term. I'm just uh, retweeting what someone else has nice. said about it. But uh, to give a little bit of context, there's a, a Gallup poll that's a, a longitudinal study over many, many years that just every year pulses employee engagement. Are you actively engaged? Are you actively disengaged? And what's the percentage of the, the U.S. workforce that falls into each category? Year over year, uh, there's about a 30% of the population that says, hey, we're actively engaged, meaning they're positive about their work, they're, they're doing more than is required to them. Um, and then there's about 18% that's actively disengaged. These are the, the toxic, the, uh, the complainers, the ones that you just don't want in your workplace. That leaves about 50-ish percent of the population that falls in this middle gray ground of, um, you know, they show up, they do what's required of them to keep the job. Uh, They're not pushing things forward. (laughs) They're not necessarily uh, a productive, you know, overly productive person. But they, they fall into this category that is psychologically disengaged from the work and just doing what they can to get by. That, that in essence is quiet quitting, Mm. uh, doing the minimum that they can. Loud laboring is very similar as far as outcome. They're doing the minimum that they can. They're not necessarily actively engaged, but they're self-aggrandizing. They're Mm. promoting themselves. They're saying, hey, look at me and all that I've done. And that's kind of a tool to uh, get ahead, if you will. They're... they're, uh, (laughs) Overly boastful. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Doing 
um, to try and get that recognition, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, it's funny. Anyone listening, uh, we're, we're putting people into our categories right now. Yeah, we're like, we we're like mouthing names to each other. I got to be honest. Uh, <laughs> and I have been in both of those places at multiple points. Yes. Yeah, totally. I have lived this and know what that feels like. Yeah, uh, Aubrey is pointing at me as we speak. And so uh, <laughs> let me ask you this, Jesse. You kind of touched on it there. What's the result of both? What yeah, do both do to an organization? Uh, man, to an organization, well, there's a ton. One, just uh, productivity across the organization, uh, loss of, of income and all those kind of things for the organization as a whole. I think what really hits my heart is the effect that it has on the culture and the relationships and the well-being of the people that are a part of these organizations. You see high turnover, people looking for the next job. There, There's very little connection and sense of belonging. Mm. There's a, another study that was actually done in, uh, not in response, but to say, hey, what is it that people need in order to engage well with the workplace? Uh, it was the Center of Creative Leadership. They recently did a study that they titled kind of what does better leadership look like in this new post-COVID mm-hmm. world? Um, and they were finding that with the rise of AI and all these ways of doing the work that people are really losing the human connection at work. People are craving compassion. People are craving someone to care about their well-being. People are looking for a sense of belonging and that's what's needed in the workplace now to help bring up some of this engagement. So mm. there's a challenge I think for us, especially as Christians, to kind of grapple with and wrestle with okay, well, if, if maybe I'm falling into this quiet quitting or loud laboring police, but but that's not what the Lord calls me to do mm-hmm. in the workplace. So how do I now wrestle with this idea of work, what God's calling me to, to do and to see work as, and, and how do I help bring a little bit of, I guess, the kingdom of heaven here to earth mm-hmm. in this workplace that I'm at? Yeah, that's so good. And I, I want I want you to unpack that a little bit more for us, mm-hmm. if you will, Jesse, this concept of, you know, in light of, okay, let's say you're a Christian at work, you recognize I might be in a quiet quitting category or a loud labor category. What's a category that actually honors Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's some words of wisdom there? Like, how should Christians be thinking about their work? Yeah, well, if, if you broadly think, you know, in life, kind of during our, our, our working years, we spend a third of it asleep. <laughs> we spend a third of it, you know, with family or in community at home, and we spend a third of it at work. So that's mm-hmm. a pretty big chunk of life yeah. that we're, we're talking about here. And I, I'd call us back to just the question of what is our relationship with work and what is calling us to view it as? If you just take the, you know, do the old Google search of of what is the definition of work, good old Oxford English Dictionary says, you know, it's actively involving mental or physical efforts done in order to achieve a purpose Mm -hmm. or result. And so for me, I want to expand the conversation of what work is. Uh, I work, yes, in my job, but I work at home as well. I work on my relationships. I work with my son to help develop and grow him. I work in my community. There's active engagement that I'm doing to uh, try and achieve a result. And so as a Christian, I have opportunity to say, hey, there's purpose in the results that I'm working towards across all the roles of my life. And I really have to wrestle with the Lord to say, okay, what is that that you're calling me to? 
um, we can wrestle with uh, Ecclesiastes uh, 3. Mm. That's that famous passage that, that starts with, you know, there's a time to be born, a time to die, that whole list. And at the end of that, there's the section of, you know, from dust we were born and to dust we were turned. Yeah, yeah. But right in between those is just a section that the author's wrestling with this idea of our work, our labor, our toil. Um, and in verse 12, says, I know that there's nothing better for people than to be happy and do good while they leave, while mm. they live, mm. that each of us may eat, drink, and find satisfaction in all of their toils, and this is the gift of God. So if we're not feeling that sense of satisfaction, okay, something's off. And so again, we have to go back to the Lord and say, okay, what have you called me to and the purpose that I have? I do think that that's unique to everybody, yeah. but aligned behind a common message that, again, going back to that Center for Creative Leadership study, people are longing for and to experience compassion, someone caring about their well-being, and exploring it, having a sense of belonging. And I see through Scripture so much of the Lord calling us to be compassionate, to yeah. care about the well-being yeah, of them. Yeah, that's right. And to usher them into a sense of belonging with him and in that community of the kingdom. Mm. Well, that's good. So Again, good. Jesse Parrish, manager of programming at Windshape Teams. Jesse, where can people connect with you and with Windshape Teams? Yeah, well, again, the great Google machine. Of just <laughs> uh, we're, we are we are based in Rome, Georgia. We have uh, blogs, um, uh, video series on YouTube, all, all sorts of things. Directly, you can look at us look us up at teams.windshape.org. Uh, we specialize in uh, team retreats, leadership development retreats, and, and specifically for this topic, I'll call out our uh, our coaching, our executive coaching for those oh, that are fantastic. wrestling with this idea of what is my relationship with work and how does it impact just how I navigate life yeah. and mm. family and all aspects of who I am. Our coaches are. Excellent, excellent, uh, God-fearing folks mm. that love to come alongside and really grapple and wrestle with these, this question with you. Well, that's outstanding. That's Jesse, thanks for spending some time with us today. We appreciate it. It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. You're listening to The Common Good, AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.